Have you ever heard the term the cupcake generation? That's a generation where children are believed to always be worthy of the proverbial cupcake. A generation where trophies are awarded for simply showing up. And a generation entitled to an A on their school paper simply because they took the test. You get my drift. Join me today as I talk about raising kids with soft hearts. And welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Getting trophies for simply showing up and A's on our school papers because you take the test is one thing, but I wonder if there isn't something bigger that's at stake, and that's the hardening of our children's hearts. We are unknowingly raising children who don't know how to sincerely apologize for the things they do wrong, and to top that off, they are shifting the blame onto someone else for their poor behavior. Doing the hard thing is a foreign concept and buying them everything they want instead of them having to earn it has served to create a sense of entitlement. Worse yet, our worlds are revolving around our children and they are becoming our idols. So how do we as parents help to foster a soft, teachable heart in our children? I believe there are several very intentional things that we can do to keep our kids on our team in this area. We're going to be praying over them this week, all this week on the prayer sheets to have soft hearts. But let me talk a little bit about the soft teachable heart and how we foster that. Matthew 5, 23 and 24 says, So if you are presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar. Go and be reconciled to that person. Then come and offer your sacrifice to God. Before we can be right before our Father, we have to be right with others. Raising our children to be humble enough to seek reconciliation with others is the first step in raising children with a soft heart toward God and toward others as well. Asking for forgiveness as well as extending it goes a long way in creating a soft heart in our children. When our children wrong someone, it is appropriate for them to go to the other person and say, I'm sorry, will you please forgive me? And the right response when you're extending forgiveness is, you're forgiven. This is so different than the usual response that we teach our kids, which is, it's all right. It's never all right for someone to wrong you. Also, allowing our children to hold grudges against others and our taking up offenses for them will do nothing more than foster a hard heart in our children and in us as well. So make sure you and your children are not holding grudges towards others. These will only serve to hurt you and your children 
in the end. Let's go to Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. Here's what they say. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only a few will find it. The stakes are so high when we find ourselves rescuing our children from having to do hard things. Matthew 7:14 tells us that the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult. Unless our children learn how to do the hard things, walking the narrow road that leads to life will be next to impossible for them. God would never insult you or your children by asking you and your children to do something easy. When we rescue our children from the hard things in life, many times we are standing in the way of something that God wants to do in their lives. We ultimately rob them of a blessing. I don't want to be in that position. What about you? Let's talk about Matthew 7, verses 3 and 5. This is what they say. And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? Hypocrite! First, get rid of the log in your own eye. Then you will see enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Blame shifting has become the excuse of choice for not owning up to our own faults. Clearly, the Bible teaches that we must remove the log from our own eyes before being able to see the speck in someone else's. Shifting the blame to the speck in someone else's eye without acknowledging the log in your own eye is nothing more than a lack of humility and hypocrisy. You are walking in pride. When you refuse to remove the log from your own eye, you are always knocking others over with the logs in your own eyes. It also prevents you from seeing others with compassion and putting their needs before your own. 2 Thessalonians 3.10 says, Even while we were with you, we gave you this command. Those unwilling to work will not get to eat. I absolutely love giving my children good gifts, don't you? However, giving your children absolutely everything they want without them having to work for it teaches them that they are entitled to whatever they want at the expense of others. Paul in 2 Thessalonians 3.10 exhorted that if you didn't work, you didn't eat, and our children need to learn the same principle. A steady dependence on other people for what they want will lead to children who never learn to be independent of others and dependent on Christ. Our goal as a parent is to raise children who are ultimately dependent on Christ alone. I'm going to wrap up with Exodus 20 verse 3. It says, you must not have any other God but me. Allowing our world to revolve around our children has become the norm in today's society. We have become a society of child worshipers. When your children and all they do become the center of attention, you have allowed them to become your idols. Exodus 20 verse 4 is clear that you are not to have any other idols. Idolizing your children sets them on a pedestal that is sure to come crashing down, leaving collateral damage no one recovers from. God is to be the only thing in our lives that we revolve around. Thank you for joining me today. I am so excited to be able to be praying alongside of you this week. 
I hope you downloaded your prayer sheets. Let's get busy. Let's roll up our sleeves and and tackle this whole idea of raising children with soft hearts. It's so important in our society today. Let me pray us out today. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord, for giving us our children. Thank you that they are gifts, good gifts from you. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would give us wisdom, understanding, and knowledge as we raise them and that we would raise them for your kingdom, that we would raise them to have soft hearts, not just towards you, but towards other people. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for this privilege privilege of raising these kids for you. In Jesus' name, amen. podcast has been brought to you by the Raising Kids on Your Knees Rest, Refresh, Renew Retreat held in beautiful Asheville, North Carolina. This year's retreat is being held on September 18th through the 20th. You can go to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and get all the details as well as register. I hope to see you there.